Welcome back to the Swirl Suite, everybody. So in this episode, it is all about wine business. A lot of times when we have special guests, we don't know where the conversation is going to go. If you have any business in the wine industry, you need to listen to this conversation. Our special guest is Rosalind Manugian from Fogcrest Vineyards, and she is just taking over as president of Fogcrest. As usual, before this episode gets started, please subscribe to our podcast, share with a friend, and leave a comment. Cheers. Well, hello, everyone. How are you this beautiful evening, a day after a slight snowstorm in the um, DMV? Welcome to the Swirl Suite. We are here, and we have an excellent guests this evening. Um, we have fellowship with her in the past um, over some good wines, but it's been a long time. How are you guys? Good, and you? Good. I'm good. I, I just can't believe that Christmas is in less than two weeks. I don't know what where the time went. I'm with you. Um, my good friend of mine, um, I invited her over to my mom's house for a Christmas Eve um, dinner. She said, oh, that's next Sunday. I said, mm-hmm. what you talking about, Willis? Yeah. And it is. So if you don't count this upcoming weekend, it's actually in a week and a half. Well, a little more than a week and a half. So, yeah. yeah. Which I've been up to. Nothing much. We had so much fun with you at the 12 Days of Christmas party. Thank it was you. so much fun. Yeah. I'm so time. glad you all enjoyed yourself. Got to work on the wine. <laughs> Champagne at that at that function, but I tried to you know make sure my guests had a little something tastier. You did to drink because that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Glennis was sneaking us better wine at the venue to make no, sure that we paid for it. No, I was paying for that out of my pocket. Oh, oh, goodness. oh my goodness! I bought those bottles. Mm-mm. Wow! Yeah, uh, she made sure that we didn't have hangovers. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Glennis. You're <laughs> welcome. You, you got to tip the bartenders well to start winning and say, hey, you find any of this, hold it, or here, or here's my card. Go ahead and charge me up front. And that's exactly what they did. I haven't got one of them phone numbers. She's like, if you do something else, if you do some travel, please let me know. <laughs> Leslie, have you been? What's been going on? Uh, well, we have our winter wine club. I'm so excited. So excited. That is coming out uh, this Thursday. Thursday, we're doing packing. And um, I have to say, in the the three short years that we have been doing this, I think this is our most diverse wine club that we have. Um, We have Black winemakers represented, Asian... Southeast Asian, Native American, culturally diverse individual, LGBTQ community. Um, And they're all, our winter club is always our um, American winemakers club. So we focus specifically on American winemakers across the United States. So people can see like we have McPherson from Texas. 
wine in there also. And I'm excited about, and so we're doing our pickup party. And of course it's an ugly sweater party and other, and we are, we are awarding the ugliest who wore it best <laughs> sweater. So I'm excited about that. Yes. How nice. That's really exciting. Yeah. Of course, I'll yeah. be placing my order shortly. So look out for that. Yeah, I have to place my order. Well, you know, I'm, I always stick with the same thing, but we'll see what we got. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And Serena, what you been up to? I ain't been up to nothing. I, I honestly haven't. Um, um, have. I've been I've been drinking. What? What have I been oh, up to? Your face was on some other thing on the your Facebook page. I mean, like, what was? What I do? You had Christmas videos in the back, and then your oh my goodness! Oh, I so. So I did a little video because I watch holiday movies, the good ones and the bad ones. I watch holiday movies every year. And I noticed that some of them have a theme that's wine in the background. It may be taking place at a vineyard, you know. Uh -huh. So I highlighted the the movies that I have watched with wine as the backdrop. So, yeah, that's what I did. So I thought that that was cute. Yeah, it was. It was really yeah. cute. Because yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, <laughs> right? I, yeah. I'm such a geek when it comes to Hallmark Christmas movies and mm -hmm. all the other ones. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Ice Wine Christmas is probably my favorite. They did a really good job with making it somewhat authentic of what it's like to make ice wine. So it was, yeah, it was really cool. So our special guest is here from Fogcrest Vineyards. Rosalind, how are you? Um, I'm enjoying the conversation. I'm like, oh yeah, I think I need to make a day of watching some holiday holiday movies that have a wine theme to them. I, I mean, I've seen a few. You you know, you, you're right. They're they're yeah. out there. So. Mm -hmm. Look at that yeah. good ice wine or ice cider. I love ice cider too. I don't know mm. if I've had ice cider before. I think that sounds yeah. delicious. I'm not it sure. It's really that. good, really good. Um, we had it in Canada, but uh, mm. we were, um, Quebec. We know you. We have sat and drank wine with you before. But for those who don't know you, introduce yourself to everyone. So uh, my name is Rosalind Manugian. Um, I own Fogcrest Vineyard. We are a Sonoma County uh, winery, um, or we being me, really, at this point, I have taken over majority ownership and are moving toward um, being the primary person here all the time. Uh, we make uh, rosé, chardonnay, and pinot, uh, uh, pinot noir. And the, it's rosé of pinot noir as well. Um, so been here over 25 years. Uh, the property, the estate is 30 acres. Uh, a third of it is planted in grapes. My home is on one side of it. And then the winery facility is on the other side. And so what, what makes us uh, unique and makes me the only one here in this very large wine county. I I think I can easily say we are the largest wine county in the country. Um, is I own my dirt, I own my production facility, and I own my tasting room. So I have I've got all of it, uh, which 
you know, you'd be like, oh, that's so good. Somebody was like, oh, congratulations. And sometimes I go, well, I think you should really just say condolences because, you know, it's just a, it's a freaking lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of work. And uh, there are just days that I'm just tired. Uh, today is not one of them, um, but I've been doing this for a long time. And during the, during the pandemic, you had to figure out, you know, where you staying, where you're going, what, where did you want to be? And I decided I was staying. And instead of, trying to just sort of make it through, wanted to really figure out how to move this brand to another level. I've done, um, I've managed to do just about every job in this winery. I've actually sorted fruit, not my favorite and have no interest in doing that ever again. I have people for that. Um, it's, it's like, no, this is, no, this is not, that's not me. Um, but, and I have picked grapes, but the young guys, you, you know, you just in the way you just got, you know, I picked my few and then got out of their way, but I've literally done through these years, done just about every job. Um, but primarily in charge of sales and, uh, what I'm going to say to you and what I've learned, um, and this is something that I, tr I anyone that'll listen to me, any black wine ma winemakers, wineries, is um, you got to sell what you've got first. And you've got to understand that that's really what you are out to do is to sell the wine, this whole romantic notion that we're making this beautiful product and we make excellent wine. I've made excellent wine all the way through. We've been, uh, we, you know, as far as rewards and awards and that sort of thing, we, we have definitely had more than a few and the wines are very, very, very good, but that doesn't sell everything. So the, 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 the reality is you have to get yourself out there and you got to keep yourself out there. So um, coming out of the pandemic, I, I realized that and uh, I am working to make that happen um, on a very high level. So and it, it, I have a lot of I'm excited about 20, 2020 for for many different different reasons there you know, there's a little tease there may be a new new label oh oops i can't talk about that but there <laughs> oh that's right the lawyers what did they say oh no i can't talk about that but um but that that we're working on but Foghrest has has been around and like i said we make excellent wines and if you if you haven't had them go to my website, order them. I can ship them to just about anywhere in this country um, and, and get them to you. Um, I um, th that'll, that'll be my intro. Start asking me questions and I'll, I'll, I'll fill in as we go. How did you come up with the name and, and what's the impetus behind the name Fog Chris? So uh, my, my last name is not a name. Uh, most wineries, uh, you wonder why there's so many wineries named after the owner, because you have to have a unique name that isn't something you would find even in a different language. Uh, when we were looking for a name uh, 26, 27 years ago, uh, there was a name that we liked, but it was uh, someone else had it in Italian. It didn't even sound the same, but it has to be that unique. So that's why so many wineries are named after the owners. My last name, no one can pronounce. No one could 
can print out. So that wasn't an option. So then we then you go to, okay, where are you and what are you doing? And so we are about, uh, I'm going to say 15, but it may be 17, but we're about 15 miles from the coast. And so we have this incursion that comes in with the fog and it's um, it's more than 50% of the time year round. Um, and that makes our mornings very cool. Um, and it usually burns off between 11 and 12 uh, every day. Um, and that makes us have excellent growing conditions for Burgundian wines. So we have cool mornings, they warm up, through the summer, they're long days. You know, the sun's not going down until after seven or so. Um, and then we go, we can start talking about the soils. But the name came from the fog, uh, sort of the crest of the fog, right right where it hits our property, where I hit, hit my property. So that's, that's you know, you but you threw, a, you, you threw a lot of names out there until the government said, okay. But that one stuck and that... <laughs> It's true. It's, you know, it's true, ladies. It's just true. But that that's how it came about. And it's accurate. It, you know, we really are real. I'm really at that point where the where the crest of the fog really uh, allows us to really maximize the the word is terroir, which is, has to do with all of the overall growing growing conditions but that gives us an opportunity that a lot of places don't have. So how recent is your new position? So I've always done the sales here, uh, always did sales, uh, but uh, taking over as president is, uh, I think it was like April 6th. I mean, I don't know the exact date, right? <laughs> um, but it's something that I had, uh, had, uh, again, uh, something that I was thinking about through the pandemic, am I staying? Do I want to go? Um, and I wanted to stay. The other part of that equation didn't. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, so it was me. And I said, you know what, you know, I want, I want to be majority owner. Um, and that was easy enough to get. Um, it's like, okay, you want to be majority owner? You're going to have 50 some percent of the problem. So <laughs> you figure out 50 some percent of how to get all those bills paid. But um, that, that I have been doing, I pretty much have been doing the work all the way through. Um, I've always been um, in the tasting room before we had the tasting room. Uh, uh, I was the person with the bag going around the U.S. and Canada selling wine, which is no fun, but had to be done. I'd wake up in the morning and look up at the ceiling in the hotel room and go, where am I today? You know, so I have I've literally trial by fire. I know I know how all aspects of this work um, and now just trying to figure out how to crush it in a way that makes sense for us. And that that's 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 always that's a little bit tricky, but I have all of the ingredients um to get to get it done along with the experience. So I feel pretty good about it. So does this mean that you you are the brand now? You know, so that was <laughs> you guys are laughing at me. So that was the hardest thing for me to do um, because um, I'm, I'm very, 
I'm very outgoing in a lot of ways, but I also don't want to be out front. You know, if I don't have to be out front, I don't really need to be out front. But yes, that meant if I was going to take on this uh, majority stake, I had to become the face of the brand. Um, and becoming the face of the brand is not a small task. I mean, you know, you could say, oh, okay, I'm the face of the brand. Oh, that's nice. Uh-uh. If, if you're going to, again, remember what I said? You got to get that wine sold. So you've got to have the story. You've got to have the process. And you've got to figure out how to go out there and promote what it is that you are talking about. And, and we're doing what between uh, my, my publicist and all the other work we're doing. And, you know, maybe there's that new label coming on. Oh, whoops, that's not happening yet, right? Okay. Um, uh, but anyway, um, you have to do that. And, and that's a, that's a, that, that is, I'm going to say in a one way, it's not for the faint of heart because that means you're on all the time. You know, you are on, this is, this is your brand and you need to be out there. Uh, I was talking to someone who has been doing this for a while. And I, you know, I, I was like, Oh, I need to meet you. And I want to sit down with you. She immediately took my cell phone and said, what, let me see your Insta. I was like, what Instagram? Oh, you want to see my Instagram? And she's looking, you're not in these enough. You know, this particular person travels with somebody that actually just photographs her all the time. And that's what that is. If you're going to be the face of the brand, you better be, out there and be the face of the brand. Um, so we're working to move that from. Um, I think I think we do. We're doing a very good job with our social media at this point, but we're going to have to step that up even more to get to that to the point that we really are um, feeling successful overall. And yes, that's a it's an excellent question. Um, and you really, 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 really have to be ready to do that or else. <laughs> you know, I was meeting with the, uh, I'm, I'm putting together a, a team for next year, not just the people that I have had with me, but to make that additional jump um, to be the brand. Um, it takes, it, it takes, it's going to take a lot of people and a, and a lot of uh uh, hiring a new marketing company, you know, there's, you know, so I will be all over. I've, I've agreed to, um, I've agreed to be in some market doing something somewhere between three and five days a week. Um, I mean, and that's, that's what it's going to take. I mean, it's, you know, I've watched all of these people that I know, I know or know of, and that's what it takes. So when you say you're making yourself the face of the brand, this is not, this isn't, unless you're not really worried, you know, if you're not concerned about being successful, then it's fine. But if you're actually wanting to be successful and I, I, if there's a rumor that I'm very type A, I'm not sure if it's really true or not, but, uh, but yeah, so I am going to crush it. <laughs> I just have to worry about who's going to take care of my dogs when I'm out of town. So, yeah. So are you in the um, DMV market? The district? I, I am not. Uh, I have been. I was we were with Southern. I was with Southern uh, in their fine, fine wine division. The reason I'm laughing is I say that because uh, about a month ago, my my publicist had me out there and I was I was in the DMV. Uh, uh, had me in a couple of different uh, venues and the one guy asked me, so, so who were you with? And I told him, I said, Oh, we were with Southern and they're fine. Why did he just laugh so hard? Because, uh, 
Pretty there much. is clearly an inside joke because Le- Leslie is cracking up. What? So what is it? <laughs> so, so, and I, you know, I have to explain this to everyone that's not in the business on that level. I'm very happy that I did, you know, I had to go through that before I had the tasting room because otherwise you, you don't understand what being out with a bag running around the U S and Canada really mean, unless you're out there doing it. Um, and you're very excited when Southern says they'll take your rides. This is so great. This is wonderful. But distribution I used to say wine club was the hardest thing I did and employees but I think I got the employee thing figured out and wine club you know we got this now we we can do wine club but distribution in this country is a really really tricky thing to do and being a boutique yeah or or you know as you know micro small as you know, if you're under three thousand, you're under three thousand cases. You're just you're just small, and unless you were attached to another brand that's pull, being pulled through that market, and they can get your wines because you're just not going to get the traction. It, it just that it, it literally just doesn't exist. And I didn't understand that. I thought, you know, I could go in, I could go talk to people and they love the wines because the wines are great and you'd sell the wine. But that's not that's not that's not the point. She's agreeing with me. I'm watching this hand go back and forth. Um, so becoming a brand is really important because what I what I try to tell people now and what I'm going to try to live going forward is very simply, you need to figure out how you're going to get that wine sold before you even put it in the bottle. What is your plan? How are you going to do this? Who's going to see you? And it's not a short range plan. It's not a mid range plan. It's an every day. You need to be living this. Um, and we, we, I'm just saying black people in a way, but black brands, we haven't had this opportunity. Um, and, you know, and, and, and it's not just black brands. It's just anybody with a passion for wine that doesn't have a big company behind them it's just it's it's very difficult to do um it but it can be done but you gotta you gotta figure out how to you you know you just gotta become you know i don't want to say brutal you you just gotta become single-minded in your in your purpose i'm actually as i'm talking to you guys i'm getting tired thinking about the amount of work i gotta do this in this next year But I'm excited about it at the same time. But you know, I keep telling everybody, I'm taking a vacation. I'm going on vacation before the uh, 2024 starts. Don't know where I'm going yet, but I need to do that. But once it happens, um, you just you just put your head down. I've had a tremendous amount of opportunities, uh, a number of mentors and people that want to see me be successful with this. So the opportunities are here for me. Um, and I just have to just just step through. Um, but you can't do that by yourself either. You need you need other people to help you um, from, you know, from the, from the, you know, and there's a song. I don't even know who the rap artist is, but it's starting at the bottom. Now we're here. You get, you got to start at the bottom and right. You, and you got to move your way up. Looking for somewhere to advertise? 
consider the Swirl Suite podcast. Yep, right here. The Swirl Suite is now open for pre-roll advertisements, mid-roll advertisements, or post-roll advertisements. Some of our packages even include a social media shout out. If you're interested in sponsoring one episode or perhaps more, simply email us at swirlsuite at gmail.com. Cheers. I'll give you an example of what this is. Uh, so, you know, I've got the tasting room. Tasting room will be open 10 years in um, February. Um, we have a Hobart dishwasher that we've had this whole 10 years. That thing was $6,000 when we bought it 10 years ago. Um, and we went to push the button the other day. It won't come on. <laughs> It's like, well, are we going to have to spend another $6,000 to buy a new new dishwasher? Uh, as we say to the guy, no, we're not. Um, uh, so, but we don't know what's wrong with it. And I mean, that's the, that's just the process of running things, you know. I've got right now on the 30 acres, which is uh, uh, completely deer fence, I got four deer that I'm not allowed to kill, which of course I didn't want to kill them, right? No, I just want them to leave, but uh and so I have the mom and her three babies from two different years so I got to figure out they they haven't done any major damage um because we we were able to keep them out of the vineyard at that time of year but I've got to figure out by spring how to tranquilize these these deer and get them carted to their sanctuary yeah nobody wants to do that for me <laughs> So, so, you know, so when I'm like, you know, I'm giving you both sides. It's like, I've got lots of people wanting to help, help get my wines to different places. And I'm, I'm, I'm making that happen. But on the other, other hand, the dishwasher doesn't work. Or I got four deer that could go out there in March and April and kill my crop. And I'm watching them hop across my, my property. So that, my that's condolences. Like you yeah, mentioned. Know. <laughs> but you you know what? 10 years is good for those dishwashers because they tend to, those commercial dishwashers, they break down all the time. This has broken down a few times. Yeah. <laughs> that's why most people rent them. That's why they don't buy them because they this come is true. This oh, I, oh, and I party. had that conversation today, you know, you know, 10 years ago we were. 10 years ago, we were very hopeful about it. You know, now it was like, oh, well, uh, what? You know, we, we would need to replace this thing. So we'll see. He's he's figuring it out. Literally one day, it just didn't come on last week. I think it was like last Thursday. You just push the button and nothing. So we you bring out the electrician. Oh, yep, you got power. It's like, oh, so it's not that? Okay, so we got to call the... You know, so I'm, I'm, I was like, okay, it's going to be the motherboard that's died or something, you know, some, some, something that you can't fix. So anyway, but that, that, that's what it looks like. I mean, that's, that's the day-to-day um, of what this business looks like, but it's on, on the other side, I, I have come to really love it. Um, I didn't realize it at the time that I would end up really wanting to do this and continuing to um to to be here uh, but I love it um but I just you know when I see someone starting in the business and they've got that look in their eye and they're like we're gonna make wonderful wine and people are gonna get oh you just want to take them aside and say don't do this don't do it unless you you know <laughs> because you know I can guarantee you it's not gonna be what you thought it was gonna be you know it's just not going to be but 
we have a number of success stories out there. And um, I, I, mean, I mean, to actually still be here after this many years, I'm a success story, success story. But I know what I, I feel I know what I can do to build to to this this next level. But yeah, I couldn't do it without, I could not even attempt it without becoming the brand. I could not attempt it without becoming the brand. So you were recently here in the DMV, like you mentioned earlier. How was your wine received when you did the little tour? Good, good. I mean, I don't, I've never had, I have never from any, you know, I'm like going and got my eyes up thinking about the, all the places I've been. So I've been from coast to coast here and Canada. And I've been up in Toronto, I've sold wine in uh, Ontario, you know, the oh Southern on the East Coast, down in Georgia, Texas, California, up to uh, Oregon, uh, Vancouver, and in places in between in the country. Um, and my wines have never, I think I had one guy who was an idiot in St. Louis who thought my, my wines weren't good, but he didn't know what he was talking about. Um, but <laughs> he didn't, I mean, you know, but I've never not had the wines be well received because there is one, one, uh, well, I think it was Gary Farrell in San Francisco. So it's like a double or triple, uh, uh, Michelin star restaurant, the winemakers, like these are extremely well-made wines. They're extremely well-made wines. Uh, so that is not the issue, you know, and I keep telling people that that's not the issue. You know, you, we, we control the grapes. So we know what we're doing with the grapes and they're excellent. You know, the quality is excellent on them. Um, we control the whole process, but once you get to this point and putting it in the bottle, it becomes a whole nother animal, you know, um, and that, that just never ends, you know, my, like I said, my social media, I think we've gotten it in a year, we've gotten it to a point where we're happy about what happens with it and growing this, the, 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 this face thing, which really bugs me, but I'm over it. I'm, I'm over it. I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I, I, I have two granddaughters now and I'm like, okay, this is legacy. I'm doing this so that my grandchildren have the opportunity to do something, uh, you know, they don't need, they won't have to ask how much that, that, that program is going to cost because that the money is in this family to make sure that they can go wherever they want to. Um, so I mean, so you you have to you you have to figure out where your motivation is coming from, um, uh, all the time, all the time. Um, but and I would the one other thing I would say that really is different um, now than when I started back in two thousand nine, really taking over sales and you know running around the U.S. and Canada. I didn't open the tasting room until two thousand fourteen, so about five years later. Um, what is that I'm not doing anything for the first time. I used to every everything I was doing I would had never done before. Um, and I'm not doing that anymore. So when someone comes uh, and you know they have some they have something to say like someone someone said today, well, I you know, I'd like to get that shipping for free. And it's like, mm, no. <laughs> It's like, so here's what it cost me to ship that to you. And here's what you're paying for that bottle. This is about the best shipping you're going to find because I do my own shipping. So I brought the shipping in into the winery and have a, you know, a contract with, a, with, uh, 
with FedEx just to ship my wine. Now, you know, we may want to renegotiate this next year. We'll have somebody look at it. But I know what I I know what it costs to ship that wine. And I know that I'm giving them a good deal. So once you've gotten to a point where you run into the same things over and over again, and you know, uh, it's like raising kids, you know, you know what the consequences are going to be. Um, and your kids are going like, I didn't know that was going to happen. I said, yeah, you didn't know it the first time, but you know it now. So next time you, you're faced with that situation, you understand how, how to move forward with that. So, um, so I, I feel, I feel pretty good about what we're doing. Um, I'm a little worried about the economy. I think it's going to stay pretty much even though. Um, I don't think it's, you know, I think certainly through the the election, you guys are there in that, right? You know, you, you're you're faced with that on a daily basis. And I think I would say my condolences to you. Uh, I actually, <laughs> the, the, the craziness that, you know, that's just, it's more than I can. I don't even know. I don't even, I don't even understand how somebody can have 50% of the people willing to vote for them when, you know, whatever that is. Okay. Um, but I, I do think that um, um, that we may have some challenges, but inflation is staying low there, you know, it's not going up. So I think we're going to go sideways, but as a luxury brand, you're the thing that people cut out when they, when they need to cut back. So you need to be cognizant of that and you need to be looking at where, where are you going to pick up additional customers from? So again, building that, that community and building that, uh, that, um, that energy uh, and wanting your brand. Is it accurate to say that you are the only black woman owned vineyard in Sonoma County? I am the only <laughs> facility that I own the dirt I own the production facility. I own my tasting room. So I, I all of this is, uh, yes, um, in in Sonoma County. Which so, I so had no idea. I had no idea of that at at the time. You know that it came to me, and then I started to know who everybody was, and it was like whoa. Um, but I was. I would say the reason that that is is that I was lucky enough to come here. Um, in the late 90s, when you could still buy some land. Um, and essentially, the land that we bought, what we paid for all 30 acres, you get an acre now. Wow. Just, just putting that in perspective. What we paid for one acre, now you could, I mean, what we paid for 30 acres, you could only get one acre now. Yeah. So, you know, so I, you know, I see, I see that as an opportunity to really uh, leverage this into something, uh, something much bigger. And we need to figure out and, uh, you know, I'm working to how to leverage it, you know, never, never um, working, like I said, I'm putting together a team never worked. My, my family lawyer is because he's like, he said, it's like, like my my lawyer's not charging me. He wants me to be successful. That's hilarious, right? You know, he's like, "Well, I'm not charging you now." It's like you're not charging me now. Um, but you know, we're we're talking about how to leverage into being able to do what you need to do. And we as black people have not really had these opportunities. And and it, you know, and it, you know, and at first I was like, "So, I'm going to go out there and ask people to invest in me?" 
And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to go out there and ask people to invest in me. Yeah, I am going to do this. So um, it, it, it's something that, um, again, like becoming the face of the brand was not something that I would have thought five years ago that I would have done. But yeah, I, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to convince them that they should invest in me and that this project has the ability to, to get, uh, to grow. So, uh, but that, that, you know, that takes, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what the right word is. You know, there was, a, you know, there's certainly a lot of uh, intrepidation and fear in starting that process. But once you start going down the road with the pro uh, the process, yeah, no, I can get this done because I've seen every piece of this. Um, and I think that we need to be able to um, have those opportunities because that's the other thing. Uh, you know, there's a saying: how to make a small fortune, start with a larger one, and open a winery. You know, so we don't. <laughs> you like that? We don't. Um, we haven't known how to 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 really leverage that because it's not a small amount. It's no, never going to be a small amount of money to actually get from here to there. And we need to understand what that takes to, to build that. Um, and that's why there's so few of us that have actually had the opportunity to get there. Um, I was yeah. gonna ask you, mm -hmm. would you ever consider leveraging what you have? Cause what you have is huge. Like it should not be sneezed at at all to be a custom crush facility for other small winemakers. Because right. one thing that I see and we discuss in circles is that there's so many people who are trying to get into the wine industry and they just are taken advantage of, like they have no idea. And so when they're trying to figure out why their stuff isn't going to sell is because basically they pay retail prices for something that, and now they're trying to mark it up to recoup. Yeah. That. And, they're, and they're not, you're not going to get that done. You know, I, uh, I have uh, a number of different channels that I'm going to be putting wines into and maybe that new label that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. Um, but it, it's almost being reverse engineered because you, we have to know, I needed to know what, what are those bottles, how much must they cost before I can actually put them into that channel and make that work. I can't make this beautiful wine and then, and then say, oh, I'm going to have to charge $40 a bottle for that and think that that's going to work in the channels that I need to get to put that in. And we don't know that, you know, so I've been lucky enough to get into this particular channel and start to know uh, that one of the reasons I was, I was in uh, Bethesda uh, a couple months ago and start to know what they're looking for. Um, yeah, with, matter of fact, Friday, I was talking to someone about getting my wines into the duty-free shops. Now the duty-free around the country because those wines are going out of the country, I can they they'll take a little bit higher and the prices can be higher. But some of these other channels, basically that that bottle of wine needs to be fifteen dollars, and so that you know that's the that's that wholesale price that I need to be able to sell that bottle at. I don't make anything right now that's fifteen dollars. So 
we need to understand that you can make that and you can't, you know, my winemaker and I are talking about, you can find a way to, to build that into an additional, you know, a market that, that works, but nobody tells us that, right? And when someone says, okay, when you're able to talk to the guy who's going to buy your wine and said, look here, you want this because I represent um, a niche that they want, which is black and female owned uh, Sonoma County, all of that. But what do you, what is the product price that you need me to come in at? So I've got to engineer that to get to, to get to their, uh, to their sweet spot. Um um, and, and that's, I mean, that's the business in that we don't know. And it's not just we, that most people don't know when they start out in it, but we haven't yet been able to um, put together the information, you know, cause I should, I should have known that before now, right? I should have known that I've been around long enough, um, but I didn't. I didn't know it until I got into these other channels. So it's, it's, uh, and as far as the custom crush does, yes. Um, what I haven't, we do very little custom crush, but we have done some and I'd be willing to do more, but it is, it is problematic in letting other people into your clean facility too. You want to keep your facility clean. You don't want to have any grapes coming in here with any kind of, Right of my right of I can't even say the right you know the words threat yeah I can't you you know you can't have that I mean that ruins my facility so you have to be very careful about how you build that and the people that would bring it in wouldn't be doing it um maliciously it just is you know it's just a it's just it's just the way that is but yeah I I agree that we definitely need to know to have more opportunities but it's 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 relatively simple if you take the moment here's here's how this has got to go what i said is before you put it in the bottle figure out where you're going to sell it mm. okay i mean I, i've you know i i this is the thing that i had to have the aha moment about before you put it in the bottle where what market is that and what price does that need to be at before you can actually uh you can actually be profitable. That's not a word that's used a lot of a lot of times in the wine industry. It certainly hasn't been for us. You know, we are happy when we broke even. This is this is a great year breaking even. Um, and and before and before the uh, um, the uh, pandemic, you know, starting to see things go up past that. Um, but we also had the fires. So we, we've had a number of years that were not good in this area and, uh, tourism has not recovered from that. So you've got, you've got a lot of different factors that start to, uh, affect what you do. And that, and that goes back to what I studied in, you know, I studied economics. You got to diversify. You've got to figure out how many places to put yourself and don't put all your eggs in one basket. So. Well, I mean, it, yeah, we've been talking, we've been talking about the business in so much more than the wine in. I hope you guys are. <laughs> um, no, it's so great because a lot of people just don't know this information. So this is, this is no awesome. one tells us. No one tells us. I agree. I, I totally agree. And um, as African-Americans, it's even more prevalent. 
to have this information shared on a platform where they feel comfortable. And that's because our your your counterparts, because I'm I'm not nowhere in, in your league right now. I don't have a league. Yes, you do. You own 30 acres in California. Stop it. <laughs> Sonoma County, not just Sonoma California. County, to be exact. <laughs> yes, you are. But to have someone to say or give us that type of information, because count other folks have had that generationally, even if I don't even know if that's a word. They've had that through different generations. Oh, they have it. They they have it. But it's also I mean, there. It, um, it, yes, they had it generationally. And I've, you know, I've lived here over 20 some years. So it's generationally, but it is actual culturally. And Culture, it is actually, I was being nice. Yeah. The, and, and, the other and ladies will tell you I could have got a little more. Okay. Oh, yeah. But there's also, there's a, there's a misogyny as well. I mean, there's a level that of misogyny. Too. Yes. Um, yes. And, I, I and, I, and, I, and I deal with that. I mean, I deal with that no matter who the color is. Oh yeah, most definitely. Oh, I totally. <laughs> oh, I totally agree. I was just gonna stay on one path, but you went down another, and that well, is definitely. I, I can deal with it politely now. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> you know before I, 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 well, I, I'm literally just a really nice person that just thought, oh, you know, you just go skip through, you do what you do, you got this, and it'll be fine. Oh heck no. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 want this? You gonna fight for it you're gonna fight for it every single day and you know we do uh, they do exactly and they and they will talk to each other you know okay (laughs) so you know i've had to figure out how to go around that um uh, observing has been very helpful um because being having been in all of the places i've been in over this 20 plus years has really taught me what works and what doesn't work. And I'm really good at looking and seeing, hmm, let's pull this out of there and let's pull that out of there and see if we can put these pieces together. And so that's re- that's really where I am at this point. Um, I have all of the bones um, as far as this facility, maybe not a dishwasher, the guy is gone now. So I don't know how bad that was, but I, my dishwasher is not on. So this is, you know, whatever. Uh, I'm I'm sure that's a that's a decision that's going to have to come up in the next uh, week because nobody wants to wash those dishes. But anyway, um, but looking at that, um, and and I I would encourage people out there that are looking to build something to get to know as many people as they can know in the industry at all facets. Uh, the Association of African American Vintners, I, I joined uh, many years ago. Um, and Mac, I love, you know, he's he's just, uh, he's been around forever and great, great mentor. So really good place to start. But that's on that, that's really the production side. Again, production's nice, but the the sales side and figuring out, you know, what what do what should I be producing, and how am I going to get it sold? You know, where is that where is that going to go? Um, the, these are the these are the questions you need to ask if you're really going to get into it. And, you know, and on the on the other side on the social, I had this young lady in here from Ohio. She's got her own her own. Thing going with the wine and that next generation, I think it's going to do great. You know, she's, she's approaching it from 
the social aspect of, you know, selling and getting it out. And I'm not as good at that. You know, I, you know, I may, maybe I'll be able to uh, get one of my daughters, my, I mean, probably my younger daughter to come back and be that social face, you know, at, at 25, she's, she's living in New York city, uh, living her best life. It's like, you want to come back and be the face of the winery with the glasses and, and pouring and everything, um, which is very important because people want that lifestyle piece uh, as well. So, um, not there's no there's no point in doing this that you're not selling you're you're always selling you're you have to realize you're always selling even if you're just drinking a glass you're you were drinking a glass of wine you know you know you you're always selling you're always putting that out there um and i just think i just want to make sure that people that get into this business or want to be in this business understand what that means as opposed to uh, just thinking it's fun and games because I love this business. I love the whole aspect of it. I like the social aspect. I love, you know, doing events and having, I mean, I love entertaining. So, you know, that, that is the end game is to have people pour, pour my wine into their glass and enjoy what they, you know, what we've done. Um, but the business end, if I want to be able to have people continue to pour my wine into the glass takes on a whole nother, a whole nother, um, uh, uh, really, is a different animal, and we. It, really sound, it sounds like you could like teach a course on this alone. I'm not right. I'm not there yet. I mean, because I'm still, you know, give me about two years if you know if I'm successful in what I think I can pull off. Yes, um, I've, I've, but I've, I've had to, I've had to. Um, it's all trial and error. You know, I've had to obtain this on my own from there's not one person that has put to, that has put that all together for me at all. Um, so there's a lot of quiet nights, you know, you're laying in bed, it's two in the morning and you're like, Ooh, what if you did that? Or, Ooh, what if you took this piece and you put it with that piece? You know, like I'm even loving your podcast idea. I'm going to go back to my, my, uh, my, what, the, one of the new people on the marketing team and go, well, what about a podcast? <laughs> like, you know, what, what about that new label and a podcast? <laughs> so, but all of these pieces, you, you know, all of these pieces are really important and just realize that there are not enough hours in a day to do all of it and they're not enough people so if you can bring the more people you can bring into your sphere to talk about and uh, promote you and your brand the better and that I mean that's what I really had to learn that I couldn't like so my 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 joke is this you know at the end I can do these events I've I mean I'm still behind you know I, I say hundreds and I know that sounds like an exaggeration, but I've at least 150 tables and poured wine through the years. I've done this, can do this, you know, I can do it for the worst. I think it was eight hours with four hours and a break, you know, two wow. in one day. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I've done, trust me, in New York city, I've done it. Um, but I would say, yeah, what I really want to do is go home and have a Coke, go to back to my hotel room and have a Coke zero. That's, you know, that's how I, that's how I unwind. <laughs> it's, it's true on a level, but what I, what I want people to understand is if you love something, do it, you know, do it. But if you want to be successful at it, be savvy about what you're doing and look at what's out there. So you need to collaborate with people um, and um, 
then the piece that I also really uh, struggle with is uh, it's just follow through, just making sure that everything you're you know, you're nailing down all of those leads, you're following through, you're talking to the people, you're not taking no because that's what it's going to take. Um, it's it's a sales driven business. It's not it's not so much. I mean, how many of you have had a, a glass of wine and go, yeah, it's okay. I don't understand why are they doing so well with this. But, you know, this other wine that I love, I can barely find. That is such a true statement. Mm. Sometimes okay. it's simply the face behind the bottle and the marketing <laughs> behind it. It is. Exactly. It is. Exactly. It is. And, and we're not mad at them, right? We're not mad at anybody. Yeah. You, well, you, some, they I said some of that wine is so bad, they should not be marketing because you wake up the next morning and your head feel like it belongs to somebody else. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so being on this side of that conversation and going, uh, you know, I've stri we've striven to, we've strived to make the best wine possible for 20 years, you know, put those grapes in the ground and watch them. If you, you know, if you come out and you've been in the vineyard, the first vines are those little sticks, you know, they're just coming up and they're like, about that thick, you know, and then they get bigger and bigger. I've got my, my vines are, uh, are are mature vines at this point they're they are at their best you know they are giving their best to 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 uh they're making the best grapes or they're making the best grapes that lead to the best wine possible for what we're doing and then somebody else comes along they put something in a and it's like what was that <laughs> you know but you can't be mad at it you gotta you gotta figure out how to how to make it how to make it work so so that 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 is what I'm gonna say overall, and what I, um, I mean, yes, I, I I guess in a way I'm gonna be talking about forever. It's just like you know, let's let's do this thing. Um, hopefully we're hopefully my my brands will be a role model um, for that. Um, certainly my Falkrest fan is amazing wines and the, the new label, uh, will, will be amazing wines, but you'll be seeing in a lot more places just because they will be, uh, more, more approachable. Uh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So Looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I'm on the phone with the lawyers and cause the, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, a big process to making all of these pieces happen. Um, matter of fact, I talked to one of them this morning and I was like, well, how's that trademark coming? Uh, uh, so I'm excited about it and just, uh, um, you know, but the other piece is that if you do something you love, people like you. I was like, oh my God, people like me. I was like, oh, they do. It's like, you know, they see that, that there's, there is nothing but sincerity in what I do. I, I'm not trying to do anything other than provide something that people can enjoy and, and we can share. Um, so that's just, that's, that's just really who I am and hope, you know, to continue to do this and get you guys out, come on out and visit me. Cause you'll, you'll sit on my patio. I've got, yeah, <laughs> I have one of the best views around. Um, and yeah, you know, okay. It's a little cold and dreary today, but uh, anytime April through October, come, come sit on my patio, have a glass of wine and, you know, uh, we can have a great conversation about it. We really can. I love it. Before you go, uh, tell everyone where they can follow you on social media and what your website is. So my, my, uh, so 
and this is of course Janelle's going to kill me if I don't do this correctly. But anyway, we're we're Fallcrest Vineyard, and so you can follow follow at Fallcrest uh, for Instagram and Facebook. Um, uh, so it's just fallcrestvineyard.com, and all of the social medias are are, are available to you, um, and uh, they're uh, highly you know highly. We, we're really on top of the, the social media and we're adding to it on a regular basis. We do events. We're excited about uh, adding more events uh, next year. So it, just a small example. So I've got this platform and I have four dogs. Okay. I love my dogs. Uh, yeah. I, he's like, how do you have, she's like, how do you have four dogs? Uh, for well, two of the dogs, one the two are puppy rescues. One is my puppy rescue, and one is my daughter in New York City, who of course couldn't take the dog with her, so that dog stays here. But he has a home here forever. And then I have two great Pyrenees. Uh, they're not really puppies anymore, but I call them puppies. So those are hundred pound dogs. But I got them to keep the deer out of the vineyard. Um, so they have helped in keeping most of the deer out of the vineyard, except for this doe that's now had two different years worth of, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to get those deer out of here. They just like to bounce across my yard. I'm like, you guys can't stay. I don't want to hurt you, but you got to go. Um, but it, it, um, it's just, it's, how do I, how do I want to say this? Um, I like to do things that are authentic. So one of the things we added recently, we found an organization that does uh, doggy adoption. So we have a doggy adoption here once a month um, because oh. it's something. Yeah, it's come, it's something that I actually is authentic to what I believe in. You know, after the pandemic, a lot of people had adopted dogs that aren't going to be able to keep them or not going to want to keep them because of their their different work schedules. So um, it's simple, you know, it, it just, I just gave them a platform and a place to, to have these doggy adoptions. And uh, once a month they come out and they uh, are adopting dogs uh, here. And we're not doing puppies really much. We're much, we're really doing like one to five-year-old dogs. So we're, you know, we're doing the more mature dogs and that's really, that's something good for me. And so as I move forward, more, more and more of the things that I will be doing have to do with the things that I really care about. Um, so they're not, they're not just like, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're important to my heart, I should say. So, yeah. That, that I am a dog lover. So that, that yet yeah, really warms my heart. That's awesome. Right. I mean, yeah, and it was, it was that. simple enough to do yeah, it, it took me a minute here in Sonoma County because there's lots of organizations, but some of them are like, oh, well, we can like have a puppy kissing party. I'm like, I don't want to kiss any puppies. I want to adopt. I want the, you to bring in the dogs and have people come and take some of these dogs. <laughs> I know I don't want to kiss the puppy either. I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, but we did. Um, we we found an organization. Uh, they're uh, 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 compassion without borders here locally they bring the dogs up from uh, uh, Mexico um, and we we've been able to you know set that up and we'll, we will be doing that and hopefully as the, we get to next summer we'll be able to uh, increase the number of people coming and the number of dogs that are adopted and um, and that and that's what we're going to continue to do we're going to do things that we're passionate about on that on this platform end and you know getting the getting the brand out there in as many ways as possible so don't be surprised where you see us <laughs>
or and don't be surprised about what that new label is. I know you guys are wondering. It's gonna be exciting. <laughs> I, I worked really hard on that. So I can't I can't wait until that until I have that trademark, but I can't talk about it until I get the trademark. So but anyway, we, we'll be out there and you guys are gonna enjoy uh drinking the wines as well as having them there. Um what did I see today? Uh, Oprah Winfrey was on on the CBS morning show. Uh, and there's a line, it was a Maya Angelou line, and it says, I come as one, I stand as 10,000. Mm. Um, and um, and for me, um, one of the things that I really had to embrace with this whole, okay, you're going to be the brand is I am a Black woman of a certain age who you know not necessarily I didn't I didn't have a corporate job I got married I got married twice and I've raised kids and you know I had a pretty darn good life um but I've decided that there's something more that I have to give and I really want to make sure that in giving this I give back to uh, my communities um and you know there's more than one we could talk about how that works but um I I don't want to be discounted because I'm any of those things you want to talk about a certain age, I'm black or I'm a woman um, or whatever else you want to put in there. Um, we have an opportunity here to uplift so many people. And if my story helps to do that, um, because I, I love to tell, I love to tell my two daughters, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, poor little black child from the ghetto. Okay. My children don't really like to believe that I actually, you know, because they did, they, they've had a, their lives have been pretty darn blessed. Um, I actually took them to see the house I, I grew up in um, until I was 10 um, in Kansas city when we were there uh, for a funeral and some white people walked out of my house. <laughs> like what? He called my uncle still in the house. I called my uncle. I was like, what is everything? Oh yeah. You know, they're you're 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 messing up my story for my girls here but 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 seriously me uh we start where we start and we have options to do whatever it is we can imagine and believe in within ourselves and that's that's where i'm trying to go um with 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 the fog crest brand and with the second second label as well we have the opportunity we do we just have to we just have to embrace it and we need to embrace each other um, because this is the, um, these processes are there. It takes a community and that's, that's really what I'm trying to build. Yeah. Nice. Sparkling. I'm working on it. Okay. It, it is something that I would uh, love to add. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Um, you get, give me, so, you know, you know, there's basically two processes to, to do that. Um, give me two to three years. It's something I didn't have Rose when I started and I had to push, push Rose into the mark and now I'm in charge so I can get that done. Right. Uh, you, you still got to still got to pencil out. You got to, you know, that's the thing. Now you're in charge. You don't get to hand that off to somebody else. You still got to pencil out, but it is, it is something, it is a market that, um, it's a niche market. Uh, let me just say, from the production end, it's it's problematic. It's not easy, but from the niche market, people love it. They want it. So let's you know let's try to give the people what they want. 
Thanks for joining the Swirl Speed. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, leave us five stars, and leave us a comment. We love ratings. Also, be sure to follow all of us on social media. Myself at Vine Me Up, Glennis at Vino Noir, Girl Meets Glass is Tanisha, Vino 301 is Leslie, and you can follow the Swirl Suite podcast account at Swirl Suite. The Swirl Suite is now a part of the Alive Podcast Network. This episode has been edited and produced by Vine Me Up Media.